Welcome to the Quantum Growth Podcast, empowering financial advisors to build practices for the 21st century by providing insights and interviews on leadership, strategy, and practice management. Now here is your host, Barron's Hall of Fame advisor, Jonathan Cutton. Welcome to another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. Hope everybody's doing well out there today. I'm very excited, a little different angle of the axe today, um, but very excited uh, for our guests. So today we have with us Lisa Rozier, who is the marketing director uh, for Lawyers with a Purpose. And I'm really excited to get to know Lisa a little bit today. It's my first time meeting. Uh, But one of the gentlemen on my team, on my business development team, has built a bit of a relationship with Lisa and had some amazing things to say uh, about what they're doing in the uh, in the world of helping uh, attorneys build their businesses uh, in many different ways. So with that, Lisa, maybe you could say a quick hello and tell everybody a little bit about kind of how you got where you are and and what it is you do. All right. Thanks, John, for having me. So, yeah. Lisa Rozier, and I am the Director of Marketing at Lawyers with Purpose. I have been in the estate planning and elder law arena for about 13 years, and I'll say the marketing industry for 20. We'll, we'll stick at 20. Um, but it's been it's an absolute pleasure to be on your show today. Really excited to talk about the synergies between your target audience and what we um, in the legal industry are working on the power of collaboration between the two. So really excited. Thank you. No, you got it. Um, <laughs> excited to have you. So, you know, interestingly, um, we talk a lot, right, on this podcast and a big part of, of my business and a lot of the advisors in the industry business has been partnering with CPA firms and accountants uh, and estate and elder care attorneys. But I'll be completely transparent and I'm hoping to learn some secrets from you today. I've always found more success partnering with centers of influence in the accounting side uh, and a little less with estate uh, and elder care uh, you know, type uh, attorneys. Um, so I'm hoping to learn kind of what we might be missing, right, as an industry here on the wealth management side. But do me a favor. Can you just give a, a maybe a brief overview of what services your organization provides to attorneys Uh, which I think would be really helpful to the audience. Yeah, absolutely. So at Lawyers with Purpose, we are specific to the estate planning and elder law arena. Um, We are a practice management organization that the attorneys come to us um, and we focus on four different pillars. One is legal knowledge, operations, their culture, getting them to how they want their firm to run, and marketing. So we take those four four pillars and we help the attorney create the path and plan to get them to what we call as e-freedom, entrepreneurial freedom, whatever that may be in their mind. Some of them want to hit a certain revenue line. Some of them want that work-life balance. Some of them want to be able to just step out of the business and let the team run it. So we really focus on um, getting our members to practice success, really. And uh, I've had the pleasure of working with them. And I have a team that works with them as well on their marketing efforts, whatever that may be. One of our key terms that we use is called relationship management system, our RMS process. And that's where it's heavily involved with working with financial advisors and accountants um, on a synergistic relationship. And we have a whole entire process um, that we implement and teach our members um, 
to how to embrace that type of relationship to make it a win-win for both. Super interesting. I love yeah. e-freedom too. I need me some e-freedom. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing at Lawyers of Purpose, we are specific to the estate planning and elder law arena, but our systems and processes are really can pertain to anyone. Our operations, it's all about uh, what we call the five key focusers. It's revenue. It's understanding, you know, the tick of the business, being able to forecast uh, operations, teaching your team how to do calendar time. And uh, of course, with the marketing, yeah, it's specific for that area, but you can take it across many different platforms and the culture. Everybody needs inspiration and proper coaching to get them to create the team that they want. Yeah, no, lots of similarities. <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of what, you know, my consulting company, a lot of consulting companies, that's what we do for financial advisors is yep. we, work, we work on a lot of the same things. So a yeah. uh, lot of uh, parallels there. So primarily focusing on legal knowledge, operational efficiencies within a, a state and elder care firms, mm -hmm. uh, culture, I presume inside the organization, and then your expertise marketing, yep. uh, which I think um, is really where, you know, we'll hopefully spend most of our time, right? Okay. So, you know, you think about, um, and I'm curious to, to really see your thought on this. This is not a question we, uh, I usually give my my uh, guests a few questions. <laughs> this is not on the list, right? Okay, John. Um, I hope uh, I can answer. <laughs> here, here we go. Yes, get ready for the crazy train, so to speak. But, um, you know, I'm a big believer and what I'm looking to do in my business, and I think a lot of advisors are, is build what we call a multidisciplinary business, right? Where a client can come into my office as a financial advisor. Obviously, we help them with their financial planning matters. Um, but we also believe that part of financial planning, if you think about how the CFP board looks at financial planning, it includes tax planning um, and it also includes estate planning or you know legal in general, but uh, let's say estate planning for our purposes and uh, uh, here. Um, and I think a lot of advisors are looking to build kind of one stop shopping where those three professionals, the attorney, the accountant um, and the financial advisor collaborate together. Are attorneys looking at it the same way? And I don't know if they are or they aren't. Um, and are you looking at it the same way uh, within lawyers with purpose? Yeah, absolutely. So what what we have found, what what our founder Dave Zampano, he started um, what we called the RMS, the relationship management system. And that was his term for marketing and advertising. It was getting out, shaking hands, creating relationships. Um, you know, one of our successful members says, uh, my marketing is four salads a week. That's my budget because I'm I'm working those relationships. But one thing did, that we did found, you say four salads a week? Salads, four oh, salads. Man. Meaning he's taking somebody out to lunch twice uh, a no, week. No, no, I understood. I was just hoping it would be like one salad, two burgers, and a steak would be better. <laughs> well, that's what Alan says. And um, we kind of stuck to it because it's valid, right? So we've always said that you can be successful there. Let's face it. There's a ton of different ways that you can market and advertise your business. Step one is having the team behind you and the great infrastructure and the processes to provide that great experience that you expect to deliver, right? So our lawyers, what we've taught is they go out and they make synergistic relationships within the financial industry, um, whatever that may be. And it's the power of collaboration. So how do we do that? One is education, right? So we like to we highly advise our members to 
um, market position with educational workshops. And it might be you standalone or it was you partnering with somebody within the financial industry. Um, another thing that we have within our organization is our our member law firms don't just have what we call clients, but they have maintenance programs. So they have clients that stay with them and they provide educational series and so on and so forth. So that's one thing how we've been able to pull those two industries together is, hey, I have a great relationship with you. You believe in our process. We've provided great quality service. Will you come and educate our client base with an opportunity? You know, So I'd be like, hey, John, would you come to my law firm? and educate my 500 plus membership on whatever it may be and vice versa. And that's where we've been able to see um, when good relationships are cultivated is it's a win-win for both the estate planning attorney and for the financial professional because we can get you in front of our clients and then vice versa, right? So it's a win-win. Um, another thing that we have really taken a step back on that point that you said about the power of collaboration and making it a one-stop shop from your point of view is our founder um, and innovator, Dave Zampano, partnered up with a gentleman called uh, by the name of Guy Remond, and we've formed a company, they formed a company called Guider. And Guider is online legal documents um, backed by your local attorney. And what does that mean to you uh, based off of your comment that you asked me is how do we make it a win-win and I can offer a one-stop shop for my clients in the financial industry? And the answer is, is that if you have a great relationship with an estate planning and elder law attorney within the community, they can provide you access to the Guider platform where you can bring your client through an online legal document process for their basic will, healthcare proxy, power of attorney. And there's certain features built in that if they need more like a trust um, that's built into the platform as well. And uh, that's one thing that we've been seeing is how we can make it easier for you and people within your industry to provide that full service um, experience with your client where they don't even have to get up leave your office, go to another professional to help accomplish the goal. You can do it all right there with them sitting at your desk. Wow. That's super interesting. That's called Guider. Yes. Guider, G-U-I-D-R. So, yep. so I'm going to want to come back to Guider um, yeah, sure. and, and go a little deeper in that because um, that sounds inter really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but to, to dig a little bit deeper, right, as you're thinking, um, you know, as you're describing Kind of, kind of what I call building centers of influence relationships in your local community, very, uh, very much in line with what we teach, um, again, with more of an emphasis on partnering, uh, you know, with CPAs. So I want to get in your brain a little bit, because I actually don't know, um, I've done some of the things you've said, like joint events where, where I've invited the state or elder care attorney to come to one of my events, a client event, and they'll come and do a presentation. And they've been able to win a lot of business that way. And it's, it's solved for, you know, a service that clients needed. So super valuable, uh, you know, there as well. Um, but I guess what I'd like to kind of get a little deeper on is like, what kind of makes the, uh, the attorneys that you kind of coach and your firm coach tick? Because I, I do feel like a lot of times advisors feel like it's more of a one-way street where the advisor is saying, yes, come to my client event at XYZ Steakhouse. I'll have 50 of my valued clients that trust me implicitly and will ask you to come up and 
you know, do a presentation about, you know, basic estate planning or, uh, you know, Medicaid rules or whatever it may be. And at the end of that event, that attorney has, you know, half dozen clients in a line asking questions and uh, is able to acquire, you know, a lot of clients. Um, how do we help our advisors understand how to kind of get that reciprocation going back? And I don't want to put you on the spot. But no, that is the number one pushback that we hear all the time. Yep. So what we found is um, relationships, right? So trust. And yeah, you can do that back and forth um, with, we'll have we'll have the attorney will go and have the same type of concept that you just explained. And John, you would come in, you would talk for an hour and a half and you'd be the partner, you know, squared up as the professional and the educator. And you might have that long line as well. Um, what we found is it's, it's creativity, I guess you'd want to say. So Asking the estate planning advisor what else they can do to embrace um, some sort of awareness, right? So sometimes our um, law firms have newsletters that go out. The financial, excuse me, the financial advisor can absolutely ask if they can have a small column in the newsletter. Hmm. Um, that's a way to market position yourself. Um, some of our attorneys go ahead and they have what we call partners and partnership listings on their website. If you're okay with having another person, you know, within your industry on the directory, that's something that you can do. The biggest thing is they don't ask and you have to brainstorm together. If you have an idea of how it might benefit you, then tap into that. Go ahead and ask them. If you're a financial advisor and you have a really good relationship with an estate planning attorney, but you're just not feeling the reciprocation because they're not giving you that referral, right? You're, you're not, you feel like you're not getting that. Go and ask. What's the most they can say is no, but ask to be in an article if they're doing e-blasts or quarterly printed newsletters to their members. Ask to put pieces of collateral within their waiting room. Ask to be put as a, a preferred member or a trusted partner on their website. Ask to put the business cards within um, within the, the conference room of where they're meeting with their members. The other thing that we do um, for our members to market to the estate planning or to market to the financial industry, you can absolutely do in return. And that is a nice piece of collateral um, that we design and give to our members to pass along to the financial industry that it's a nice brochure and it gives a quick, this is who we are, directions to my office, contact information, a little bit more Nothing says that you can't do the same. It all just comes down to asking. Um, and the other thing is, is uh, get creative in terms of step outside of your comfort zone with just the presentations and the dinners. Uh, can you do a joint TV commercial? Can you go on a local radio sh show together and talk about something that pertains to both of your industries? You know, you can absolutely go um, you know, one of one thing that's really interesting with our membership is a lot of them have radio shows. I know we're doing podcasts and that's yep, the way yep. the world is going, but a lot of them are are enjoying news talk radio shows and they're bringing on guests. What a great opportunity to partner and bring a common topic and talk about it, right? Um, another thing that we do for our members is we 
um, offer uh, CE classes for the financial industry and for social workers. Mm. Maybe that's something you want to look into. It's a process. New York state is probably the worst state to get CE approved, but there's other things that you can do to create that level of partnership and a win-win. Yeah, no, great ideas. Um, and you know, I think, um, as you were talking there, it's, um, it's, like you said, you used the word creative once or twice. It's about being creative and it's probably about being leaderful, right? Like as an advisor, it's about, well, how can you actually have a plan and lead and influence that, you know, that attorney um, who, of course, we're all always looking for business for ourselves, right? Absolutely. So let's face it. So the attorney's thinking, hey, how does this financial advisor or CPA introduce me to one of their clients and the advisors you know, looking for value for their clients, of course, but also how can I be introduced? I would also bet that an estate and elder care attorney could be a great way to meet other professionals like a CPA for a financial advisor also. Absolutely. And things that we're learning more and more is it's not just your industry that wants that networking. It's the estate planning, it's the CPA, it's all different type of industries. They want those tight bonds, that tight tight group of of trusted professionals and experts within the community and and that's where you can really align your resources and think of how you can show up as an impactful power powerful group yeah um, it's like it's like having a little family office right is really what yeah. it is where where a client can get everything so mm-hmm. yeah i think that's super thoughtful um and we have some of that you know, in our coaching business as well, where we coach advisors, and of course, in my own business, where you get like this little group, and it's, you know, a, a like minded attorney, CPA, financial advisor, mm-hmm. and they all just share, share clients, and they all wind up going yeah. through the whole gauntlet with, with everybody, regardless of, you know, where they ultimately, you know, were first originated as a client. Yeah, I mean, one of the, uh, we're going back a couple of years, but one firm that I worked with, they actually went ahead and they reached out to their professionals and said, okay, partners in caring. And it was an estate planning attorney. It was financial advisor. It was a home care professional. It was an accountant. Um, and I can't remember who the, what the fifth one was, but they literally went ahead. They formed a website and it highlighted the five of them, their bios, their businesses, the directory and everything. They created some collateral and they took the show on the road and they did quick lunch and learn speaking sessions. And it was awesome. Yeah, that's smart. Um, I'll ask a question. I think I know the answer to, but I could be wrong. Do, do you feel like a state and elder care attorneys are like really pursuing financial advisors, particularly like they want to meet financial advisors and get to know them because we're such good sources of referrals. Is that accurate? It's absolutely accurate. There's two things that we teach in our relationship management system is how to network for with nursing homes. Now, fast forward after the pandemic, a little bit changes and whatnot, but nursing homes and then financial advisors. Those are our two main, this is the relationships that you need to cultivate um, in order to make it a win-win. Yeah, nope, super, uh, super smart and makes a lot of sense. So if if one of our advisors that are listening in today mm-hmm. wants to meet a local attorney, I, I assume you coach folks nationally, your firm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if they said, hey, I'm interested in building a relationship, 
uh, with a local estate planning attorney, there's a possibility that you might have one in any town USA um, that might work for that advisor. Yeah, absolutely. So if they are interested, they can always uh, tap me on LinkedIn. They could go to Lawyers of Purpose and find me and send us an email. But um, we make synergistic partnerships connections all the time. All they have to do is, hey, I'm in this city. Um, I really think that the uh, mission of Lawyers with Purpose to protecting the personal and financial freedom of families is really important to me. And I love everything that you're saying. Can you find me someone within my community? Uh, we will do our best. We'll look at our membership. We'll make the referrals. Um, we even look at past members because our past members may have achieved that e-freedom and they have great successful firms. Um, so we look beyond that. We look beyond who we currently have. It's who was part of our community in the past. Who do we know of that might be able to help you? Um, and yeah, absolutely. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's smart. And, you know, I've always looked at it this way, right? If a, if a, you know, if a lawyer has gone out, and I assume your services aren't free, but has retained you and your firm to help them grow, right, mm -hmm. right and become better at what they do, um, they're likely at a point in their career that they're craving a partnership with oh, yeah. a financial advisor or an accountant. So they're, they're going to be open uh, to ideas as opposed to, you know, kind of cold calling, right, if you will, or using LinkedIn to meet someone. If you already know someone has a propensity to grow and is striving for e-freedom, they're probably like-minded to a lot of our advisors as well. Yeah. Absolutely. We um, we call it FDS, follow the darn system. We are system <laughs> process oriented. And um, one of the key things that after we do, so what we do is we do an assessment, right? Because everybody has different pain points and different needs to get them to where they want to be. So part of our process on the onboarding is we do an assessment and we find out what's going on. So if they need that, if that pain point is marketing or they need to strengthen relationships, we put them through the, the system. The F, we FDS them through the RMS process. And um, yeah, it's exactly what you just explained. Love mm -hmm. it. You sound like us. Lots of acronyms. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, our uh, founder loves acronyms. <laughs> yep. Well, no, it's good. It makes it easy to remember, right? So 100%. And I love some of the other ideas you had too, like the radio show. If I'm an advisor and I can get on a radio show or be on their website, yeah all these little things that will kind of like stack the odds yeah. in your favor to, to be successful. Yeah, it's little things like that. Like we have some, um, one of the member firms, they partner with a financial advisor and they are doing a, a collaborative customer appreciation event. They're getting a bunch of food trucks, they're putting it in the parking lot and they're inviting their clients, um, customers, and they're doing a cross event, right? It's yeah. stuff like that. Yep. Again, off topic question, but I'm going to ask it because yep. that's what I do. <laughs> so, and this is just an interesting one, right? So I teach financial advisors how to partner with CPAs, right? And I, you know, I'm going to give you my bias, right? So I'm going to be a little, little naysayer, but I think you might have a different answer. Maybe not, right? Which is what I share is, you know, to me, partnering with CPAs as a financial advisor for us has worked better because the, the CPA has a true ongoing relationship, right? With the client, because everyone has to get their taxes done every year. If you're a business owner, right? Your CPA is probably in your office quarterly or monthly. Um, where sometimes estate and elder care stuff is more transactional, 
Um, so I'm curious, as you teach your attorneys how to run their businesses as part of the practice management part uh, of things, do they have systems where they keep in touch with their clients more often so that the folks you work with might have more of a deeper relationship than the average person who comes in and you know puts together a, a, a will, a trust, a healthcare proxy, a power of attorney, and then says, great, I'll, you know, hopefully I won't see you again until this will goes to probate kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, great question. So let me start with everybody needs to research who they're partnering with. And if that's a concern of yours when working with financial advisors, these are some things that, or excuse me, these are concerns working with estate planning and elder law attorneys. Here are some questions that whoever is listening to this can ask those that that attorney or that law firm. It is that very question. How do you keep in touch with these clients? Is it one and done and off they go? What, what are you doing for them post collecting the check and signatures on a piece of paper? And this would be my answer to you. Um, if they worked with a Lawyers with Purpose member firm, um, one of our uh, things that, again, we stress and teach is that very thing. It's all about a relationship. It's longevity. It is um, what, for lack of a better term, what we call a maintenance program. So we don't want it to just end there. We want to give them the ability to stay in touch with us. So all of our member firms have been taught and have the option to embrace what we call a maintenance program. And what do you get in that is um, within the constraints, but an annual checkup of your documents. Things change. We call it the legal health checkup. We have a whole entire campaign that we push on that. If somebody came to us last year and just got the basic documents, who's to say that within one year, things might have changed. They may have had some inheritance. They may have landed their dream job. They could have won the lottery and okay, we need a little bit more than just a basic well. So it's really important that annual checkup, educational series, quarterly newsletters or monthly newsletters, nurturing campaigns. There really is, if they've embraced the concept of keeping a relationship with a client, regardless if they come in for the basic documents or they're a high level document, um, their answer should be, well, Mr. Cotton, we have a maintenance program and let me explain to you what it is. And this is how we continue to have a relationship with our client and with you and their accountant as their financial team. Yeah, that's great. I was hoping that was gonna be your answer. I didn't know, <laughs> but I'm like, if you guys are coaching, I would but presume- yeah, you would be surprised. Not a lot of that is out there. No, no, that's why I'm asking. I think it's super differentiated and why if I'm an advisor, right, partnering with one of your uh, attorneys who actually have a process and a system, and I'm sure you probably teach those attorneys to charge some kind of small annualized fee for the annual checkup and uh, for access uh, to all those things, which builds a better law firm, right, with more mm -hmm. value to it uh, and recurring revenue, which makes an awful lot of sense mm -hmm. uh, as well. But it's really interesting. So they're not transactional. I'm sure not every client mm -hmm. says I'm going to come in every year. Some just write the wills and off they go. But there's a core, right, of those of those clients that are not customers, but they're actually clients, which is probably pretty cool. Yeah. The other thing is, is that the client or customer, they have the choice to decide their involvement they want to be that transactional client, they can absolutely be that transactional client. If they want that feeling of being part of a family, being part of uh, a team, 
your go-to person. And it sounds like that's the value that you have is you cultivate basically a lack of a better term, a team for your clients that as they grow and evolve with you, you have your set team. And, you know, if they opted in to have that with you, then I'm sure they would want to opt in to have that with our member attorneys. Yeah, totally agree. I think uh, a lot of alignment there. And it makes more sense to me because a lot of times you'll meet attorneys and they'll say, well, you know, I really, you know, I do seminars, I meet clients, I, you know, got a process, I do a living will, a power attorney, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, a few thousand dollars later out you go and the next one comes in and there's not a lot of relationship, but I like that you're teaching your attorneys that you oh, coach yeah. how to, how to actually build a relationship because that's what will allow them to reciprocate back to a financial advisor as well, which is cool. Oh, absolutely. So I think, um, I think I'm clear and it's helpful for me. That's how I look at these things. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to ask all the questions for, you know, we have a couple thousand advisors who listen to our podcast. Um, I'm going to ask the questions that they would probably ask if they were uh, in my shoes. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'll just kind of go out and say, I see the differentiation. Why, if I, as an advisor, I'm going to hit you up afterwards, Lisa, I'd like to meet some of your attorneys in areas we have locations okay. uh, because we could refer a ton of business and if they can reciprocate and provide a great, you know, greater experience to the client. Well, yes, please. That would be good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, so what's interesting is we, another thing about our culture, our community at Lawyers of Purpose is we have practice enhancement retreats two times a year where we pick up some awesome city and we go and all of our membership comes and sometimes they bring their teams. We encourage them to bring their teams because they have to be a, you know, of the same mindset and whatnot. Um, so we're always looking for speakers. I mean, I will absolutely, because just as much as you have questions about within your industry and why as estate planning attorneys, how, why is it so hard? They don't give us yep. business, so on and so forth. It's like, let's nip those myths right in the bud and create a relationship. And, and they have their same questions right back at you. And I think it would oh, be yeah. great. I've always said that, man, it would be nice to bring a, a financial advisor to sit in a room and break up uh, all uh, those uh, myths. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in. Yes, please. I'm in. And yeah. I've got a good network of advisors that we coach and in our firm, of course, that um, that understand the value of, of centers of influence as well. Yeah. So that's really yeah. cool. So I want to make sure we budget our time, uh, you know, correctly here. So if it's okay, I'm going to move on. You talked about Guider before, I think you called it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's an online legal kind of resource or document uh, mm -hmm. system or process that you guys have, have uh, built out. So can you give us a bit of an overview on exactly what that is? Again, I know you hit it before, but yeah. one more time. Absolutely. So um, the first, there's a couple, so let me rephrase this. Uh, Guider is an online legal document platform that uh, specializes right now in estate planning and elder law arena, which provides consumers to go and do a will, healthcare, proxy, and power of attorney online, the comfort of their home. And the key differentiator of, against any other online legal platform, we know what they are. There's some with a Zoom and there's some with a Rocket and so on and so forth. Guider is backed by a local attorney. So if you go online, Say you're in crisis, you're in a nursing home and somebody's turning for the worse and you don't have any, you don't have a POA in place, you don't have a will, you don't have a healthcare proxy. You can go online, you can fill out that form and you are backed by the local attorney within your community. 
which no other online legal platform can say. Um, so that's a new product um, that is exclusively through Lawyers of Purpose and Lawyers of Purpose team and founder had a huge influence on building. And how does this pertain to your industry is not only can the lawyer go out and say, hey, I have now have a product that I can cater to that pertains to anyone 18 and over. Really, I really do. Um, online legal documents. Now it has enhanced the experience for financial advisors to continue to keep the client in their office, sit at their desk and go through online legal documents for them backed by the local attorney at their, during the meeting with you, the convenience of that. Um, it's been structured where promo codes are issued. So we would have a special promo code for your clients, John, where they would get 10% off or 15% off or whatever you negotiate mm. or work out with the, with the um, lawyer. Um, but that's, that's really cool is this whole online legal documents. It's, it's the digitization of law. It's where the world is going. Um, the legal industry is just a little bit behind and sure. uh, Guider kind of puts them right, right in the forefront. Very cool. So I just want to drill down a little. Go for it. So the subscription, is there a, so, so the system mm -hmm. can be used by any individual, not just attorneys. Is that accurate? The, the key element is it can be used by anyone. Right. It's backed by the local attorney. Got it. So I'm here in Hop Hog, Long Island, right? Mm -hmm. In, on Long Island. So I'm just going to ask because this is what I think advisors would be thinking. So could I personally say, hey, I want to get access to that for my 300 clients or however many clients we have, right? And then I go on to the system and you're a client of mine, Lisa, and you know we go through a typical meeting and you say, I haven't done a will, guardianship, healthcare proxy, power attorney yet. And what I think I'm hearing you say is I can go, well, if you'd like to do that, we can do that right now or schedule a meeting next week when we have more time and I can go on the system, ask you a bunch of questions and that data then goes to a local attorney and that local attorney then prepares the documents um, and they somehow get delivered via the, you know, via the web or is that how that works? No, they don't even have to go see the attorney if they don't want to. Okay. They literally go through the process, they submit for review the local attorney will submit for uh, will review the documents, approve them, and then your client has the option to go into the office for signing, or they can go. Um, they get their documents and they go get them notarized, and they do their own signing. Cool, very cool. Got it. So really, what you guys have done is you've built a library of the appropriate documents. You've then gotten attorneys all around the country to say yes. I would like to be part of your program. So there is some guidance if someone wants it. Mm -hmm. I, as the advisor, can create the document. There's a cost to create the document. I could just a base cost to me almost, I would presume. Is there like a base cost for it? And then you can charge your client and pay it yourself and mark it up or choose to pass along a discount or do what you choose. And by the way, what's compliant? Check with your compliance financial advisors, and then, but all along knowing that you're not giving legal advice because an attorney's actually approved it. And if there are any questions, I'm not an attorney, so I shouldn't answer them. I can say, well, we need to go meet with 
so-and-so who's in the system as the local attorney in my particular territory, or maybe there's yeah. more than one. Is that? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. So it comes along. That's the, the now I see what you're saying. Really, the differentiator is it almost gives you the ability to have an attorney that's already agreed to do this with pricing and terms, I presume, yep. um, that you don't even need to build a relationship with. It's been vetted somehow by your organization, I presume. It is, but here's the deal, right? So let's go all the way back to what you said in the beginning, or I think halfway through is it's not one and drunk transactional. If you have a client that you are sitting there and you're like, listen, you need these documents. You sit in your office, you get through it within 20, literally, you can go through it 20 minutes. If you have the questions, if you get hung up on something, we got the little wikis that you click on it and it explains it to you. Um, and after the process is done, and if they don't even go into the law firm, they are now a member of that law firm, a client of that law firm. So now they have the option to be on their maintenance program. They have the option to get their newsletters, get nurtured. They can pick up the phone and call them if they have questions. The law firm will be calling them and saying, Mr. Cotton, thank you for your online legal documents. Welcome to you know, yeah. whatever law firm it may be. Um, we're going to keep in touch with you. If you ever need anything, know that we're your person to call. And that is just the way that customer service should be. And that's what's absolutely unique about Guider is no other online legal platform gives you that kind of customer yeah. service from a local attorney. Darn it. Why didn't I think of that? It's a great idea. <laughs> uh, a real, really good idea. And I, by the way, I've got like a half dozen ideas that can help you guys scale that through. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I get it. I think that's super, uh, super smart. And, you know, as an advisor, it gives you the ability to, you know, provide more value and services to your client that you could either, I guess, bundle into your fee if you choose to and or, um, you know, again, depending on compliance and or just be able to provide it as a value add and pass along the better pricing uh, to the client as opposed to what they can get retail by going on. They really feel like, hey, you know, this was a thousand dollars because of because you're working with us. It's only nine hundred dollars. So um, there's more value embedded in in you know, the services that I provide. Is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit more. It's more. I mean, one of our so we have a couple attorneys that are on the guider platform down in the New York City area. Hmm. And the law firms have the ability to make their price points, whatever they want it to be. They can also issue promo codes. So if you want a specific incentive to pass along to your clients, you, you know, work that out with your law firm. Um, and I do want to acknowledge that as awesome as this sounds for us, and you and I are absolutely like, this is great. You know, like you said, why didn't I think of this? There are some attorneys out there that are not embracing the technology and that's okay. Their mindset just isn't there yet. Mm -hmm. um, we, Dave and I wrote a book called the digitization of law. It's a great read. It's a quick you know, 90 minute read, if, if that, and it really talks about the way that the legal industry is going. So you either embrace it, they're scared of it because they think it's going to out, out, um, you know, eliminate them, but no, it's adding value. Um, oh, it's, it's, it's 24 seven lead, yeah, lead generation. As and well, it's, right? it's people, absolutely. And it's, it's people that don't want that red carpet surface. It's people that don't want to walk through your door they don't think that it pertains to them or they just haven't had a chance to do it yet. Yeah. So. Yep. 
I agree. That's where the puck is going for sure. Yeah. So um, really, really interesting conversation. I learned a lot, Lisa. Um, believe it or not, we're just about out of time. Okay. Um, but I, I did want to give you um, anything that I should have asked you that I didn't or anything that you'd want to share with the audience. I just, you know, it comes back to in the beginning, you used that comment about, you know, in the financial industry, we feel we don't get the reciprocation that the estate planning and elder law attorney may be getting, right? We give them all these clients, what am I getting in return? And I hope that I shared a lot of different creative ways that you can enhance that relationship. And I just want everyone um, listening, give them permission to think creatively within their restraints of what they can do, understanding the regulations and compliance within your industry. Um, but get creative. And if you are having a hard time to get creative, go tap, tap on the shoulders of your team, find yourself a marketing company, uh, find yourself a lawyers with purpose member and start talking about ways that they can creatively approach to make it a win-win. Cause there's yeah. a lot of opportunity. There really is. I completely agree. And, and you know what, you know, and hopefully the audience picked up, you know, this, this nugget throughout the call today or the podcast today is, I think what I'm like, where my mind is, is the attorneys you work with, right, at, you know, at Lawyers with Purpose, I think are different than those that you meet in your community. So therefore, their receptivity to be creative is higher than the average attorney who's just like, oh, yeah, I'll meet you for lunch or and we're at they really at the end of that meeting, they're basically just going, yeah, if you know anybody, we're really good and we'll try to pass a referral back to you. And then we refer and refer and a lot of times nothing comes back. Um, you've actually got a network of you know, attorneys that really want to grow their business and are being thoughtful in building you know, a system, a process, a culture, a marketing, messaging, all of that stuff. So they're going to be a lot more open to collaborations and to really being in a position that it is really a partnership that you're mm -hmm. building where where you all went together so really really interesting i'll tell you to be totally transparent lisa when joe set this up i'm like man what am i going to talk about i don't exactly know and we found a lot to talk about and i think it was super uh impactful for me at least and i hope it was uh for our audience so uh, real quick, Lisa, and we'll put this in the show notes for everybody. Where where does everybody find you? Email, LinkedIn, like if you could just give a few details, that would be great. Absolutely. Well, they can always go to lawyerswithpurpose.com to research the company and, and learn more about our organization. To reach out to me directly, uh, you can email me at lrozier, so it's L-R-O-S-E-R -E at lawyerswithpurpose.com, or just find me on LinkedIn, tap me a note there, and uh, I'll follow up. Well, awesome. Well, hey, this was great. I had some fun. We had some laughs. So thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, I hope you come back again at some point. And to our listeners, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. If you yourself or anyone you know could be an interesting guest on our show, uh, please go to our website and uh, shoot us a message. And uh, perhaps we can have you or that special someone on the show. So make it a great day. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find the episode show notes and subscribe for updates by visiting cuttonconsultinggroup.com forward slash podcast. 
Make sure to subscribe and download the episodes on your favorite podcast app, and we'll see you next week.